0: Start Real.
1: Good morning, Commissioners. The first item on your agenda is public comment.
0: This is the time set aside for public comment. If you wish to speak on any item that's on the agenda, feel free to come up now, or if you want to speak on that agenda item later, you can, unless it's on consent. When you speak, come up, please tell us um, the item you're speaking on and then your name.
2: 6765 West Russell Road. Uh, I'm here on regarding items 31 and 32, and I just request they be pulled so we can discuss them a little further. Yeah,
0: that, that those items are going to be pulled so yep. that we can speak at the time. Yep, thank, thank you. Thank you. Anyone else here? Here it comes.
3: My name is Joseph Havalda. Item number 33. I have a question about uh, your for the searchlight property residential family things. Uh, they want to reclassify that for park and fire station.
4: Is that going to
3: increase my property tax, or is that fire people going Chair, to purchase it? Which item is, is that,
5: that? Uh, Chairman? I'd be happy to discuss it with you. It, the item won't be pulled uh, and heard separately, but um, if you go introduce yourself to Tiffany, we could happily discuss it with you.
0: Thank you. Yeah. you'll Speak to Tiffany over there. All right. Anyone else here wishes to speak on public comment? Seeing no one else, we'll close the public comment and turn it over to Ms. Rial.
1: The second item is the approval of the agenda after considering any ad- additions or deletions of items. Staff has the following requests, which may require re-notification fees of 85 days has passed since initial notification or there are modifications to the application hold to the february 21st 2024 zoning meeting item 44 ws 230766 hold to the march 6 2024 zoning meeting item 4 dr 230814 item 13 vs 230811 and item 14 uc 230810 hold to the march 20th 2024 zoning meeting item 37 et 23 for ws 190816 item 38 wc 23 400 155 for zc 033908 and item 39 ws 230709 hold to the may 22nd 2024 zoning meeting item 54 zc 230822 hold no date item 29 zc 230665 and item 30 vs 230666 and then withdraw without prejudice item 43 WC twenty three four 170 for ZC 0380 uh, dash 5, and then item 51, ZC 230754, and item 52, WS 230755. The, ab- the above public hearing items are going to be opened as a public hearing and immediately recessed until the dates as previously stated, except for items 31 and 32, which are going to be pulled and heard separately. With these deletions, which are items 4, 13, 14, Four, 13, 14, 29, 30, 37, 38, 39, 43, 51, 52, and 54, and items 31 and 32, again, which will be pulled uh, and heard separately. The agenda stands ready for your approval.
0: Mr.
6: Chairman, I move for approval with the recommended holds and deletions. There's a motion. Oh, Castor- and,
1: sorry, and if I didn't include 44 in that, um, 43 and 44, 51, 52, and
0: Okay, you have to speak a little louder. Those last ones were?
1: Uh, adding 44 if I missed it. That was the, the last minute Okay, hold. just
0: 44. All right, hopefully everyone heard that, and if you heard those, those are not going to be heard today. All right, there's a motion on the floor. Cast your foot. And that motion passes.
1: the third item on the agenda is the approval of the minutes the minutes of the january 3rd 2024 zoning meeting are ready for approval
6: mr chairman i move for approval of the minutes
0: there's a motion to approve the minutes cast your vote and that motion passes
1: Next to the routine action items, which consists of items 4 through 36, except items previously deleted, these items may be considered together in one motion and are subject to the conditions uh, listed with each agenda. And again, items 31 and 32 are going to be polled and heard separately. If there are no objections, the public hearing is now open and the routine action portion of the agenda stands ready for
7: approval.
0: Move approval of the routine action items. There's a motion on the floor. cast your vote. that motion passes all right now we're ready for the action guys
1: next on the agenda are companion items 31 and 32 item 31 zc 230794 zone change to reclassify 1.2 acres from an re real estates residential zone to an rd suburban estates residential zone waivers of development standards for the following retaining wall height and modified driveway geometrics and design review for finished grade in conjunction with the proposed single family residential development in the CMA design overlay district, generally located on the southeast corner of Diablo Drive and Mann Street within Spring Valley. And then item 32, VS 230793, vacate and abandon an easement of interest to Clark County located between Diablo Drive alignment and Dewey Drive alignment and between Torrey Pines Drive and El Camino Road alignment within Spring Valley.
0: Good morning.
2: 65 can you speak West a
0: little closer into the
2: microphone? Clayton Nielsen uh, LR Nelson consulting engineer 6765 West Russell Road here on behalf of the applicant uh, this past day the Monday we met with Commissioner Napf we'd had this item before the Commission before and it got denied without prejudice we're back and at the request of Commissioner NaAF we went with uh, met with public works regarding this and uh, I believe we worked out all the issues in that, and so we're just here. Asked for a poll when it went to town board, they requested that we pave from um, Man to Mount Diablo on Diablo Drive, by a couple hundred feet, fully paved that way, because this corner kind of a has issues with the uh, immediate ninety degree turn. So uh, the applicant agreed to that, and then also Commissioner Naff brought up he requested that there be no gates on these you know residents and that so I spoke with our client and they're agreeable to these conditions and so if you have any other further questions we're here but we just wanted to put that on the record
0: That completes your presentation yes all right this is a public hearing is anyone here wishing to speak on items 31 and 32 Seeing no one, I'll turn it over to Commissioner Naft.
5: Thank you very much. Um, Yeah, you hit all the high points, but I did want to extend the thanks to the Dean family. This is one, as you've mentioned, that uh, I moved for denial of when it was before us before. They made... um, or address some of the substantive issues that I had, particularly with the driveways, Um, corrected those here. And then I believe with that added condition that there be no gates on the property that helps protect any potential conflict between neighbors of a shared driveway in the future. Um, And then my motion would be to move for approval of items 31 and 32 with the stated condition of no gates and that the south side of, um, uh, I wanna check, Mr. Pazian, to make sure that we get the paving exactly right. It's uh, Mount Diablo to Man. Is that the section?
3: Yes, Commissioner. It would be Diablo Drive from Mount Diablo Drive to Man Street.
5: And that's how your client understands it? Correct, yes. Wonderful. Then, uh, if there's something further, uh, my motion is for approval. All
0: right, right, there's a motion. Cast your votes. that motion passes thank, thank you me. so much
1: next are items 40 and 41 which will be heard together item 40 uc 230817 use permit to reduce the separation from a residential use waivers the development standards for the following allow attached sidewalks with alternative landscaping reduce height setback ratio and allow a talk box to face residential development and throat depth Design reviews for the following commercial complex and finish grade on 3.9 acres in a C2 commercial general zone, generally located on the northeast corner of Rainbow Boulevard in Wigwam Avenue with enterprise. And then item 41, TM 23500174, tentative map for a one lot commercial subdivision on 3.9 acres in a C2 general commercial zone, generally located on the northeast corner of Rainbow Boulevard in Wigwam Avenue with an enterprise.
8: Good morning, Jennifer Lazovich, 1980, Good Festival. Morning. Good morning. 1980 Festival Plaza Drive here today on behalf of the applicant. As uh, Ms. Rial read into the record, the project is on the corner of Rainbow Boulevard and Wigwam Avenue. Uh, it consists of a car wash retail building, coffee likely a Starbucks, and then a C-Store with a gas station. There are a number of waiver requests that we had in your uh, in your on your staff report, but we've been working diligently to try to address some of the waivers that we requested, and I want to take a minute to thank both uh, Public Works and Planning for working with us in a short period of time so we could stay on this uh, schedule today. So um, first of all, a couple things that we did, and we did submit revised plans for all of this so that we do have it, but we'd like to delete Waiver of Development Standards Number 1A. And even though that references Castalia Street, which is in here, it's really actually meant to be Wigwam. And initially when we submitted, we showed an attached sidewalk, but we have since revised those plans to show a detached sidewalk. So we have a detached sidewalk both on Wigwam as well as Rainbow. And so that um, waiver 1A is no longer necessary. We also believe that we can delete waivers 2A and 2B. Uh, and that is because we have reduced the height of some of the buildings that were, um, I'll say, encroaching into that setback from the residential development to the east. In addition, we will be asking to add two conditions, one to read, provide an intense landscape buffer along eastern boundary, and then also hours of operation for the car wash will be 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., seven days per week. So we would like to add those two conditions. The other condition that I believe we're allowed to remove, and I would like to confirm this with Ms. Rael on her, um, I'm sorry, not condition, but waiver, that I believe we're allowed to remove is waiver of development standards number three. I think that when we angled the the talk box or the order box, uh, it angled in a way that I believe made it not um, face a residential development. So I believe we took care of that. And then in terms of conditions, of approval under Public Works there were three conditions that related specifically to if we had been asking for the waiver to allow an attached sidewalk on wigwam these conditions were relevant but because we're now showing a detached sidewalk on wigwam we are able to de- to uh, delete condition that reads right-of-way dedication to include five feet for wigwam 30 days to submit a separate document to the MAP team for the required right-of-way dedications and any corresponding easements for any collector, street, or larger, and 90 days to record required right-of-way dedications and any corresponding easements for any collector, street, or larger. Again, we're able to request those deletions because now we're complying and we are showing a detached sidewalk along Wigwam. The final thing I wanted to bring up, and I think that Antonio will be helping explain this, but one of the things that when we were meeting with Public Works was a concern with this drive-through and where, I'll call this a, a little bit of a concrete median, where it stopped. On, a, on a, the originally submitted plan, kind of stopped back here, but obviously that created a bigger conflict with this driveway coming in and off of Wigwam. So what we were asked to do is extend, much like we have over here, kind of extend that entire drive-through lane all the way down to here, which we've done and we've turned in, and we also removed a trash enclosure that was sitting here. And so when we did those two things, um, there was a bit of a discussion about did that affect this throat depth? And I think I'll pause there and perhaps put up this plan and and have Antonio and I'll be the the Vanna White that points and explain how um, we think we're okay with the waiver that we have in place.
0: Mr. Jones, is that okay if he
3: goes forward? Um, Yeah. Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, I would just like to point out because of some of the changes, uh, it it appears the throat depth have changed. However, uh, the way we measure throat depth with our standard drawings doesn't really pertain to to this. And uh, I'd like to explain why, where the number one is written over there on the driveway on the east side, uh, the throat depth the way we measure on our standard drawing is only 19 and a half feet. However, uh, as you can see, there's no conflicts all the way through. So the throat depth on that side really doesn't matter. There's no conflicts. The throat depth on the west side where it says uh, 34.8 changed from 35, so it's just four inches shorter, but they've removed parking spaces where uh, Jennifer was just pointing and they've also removed where it says, number three, they removed the trash enclosure, which we appreciate because we don't want the garbage truck to be in in the way as people are ingressing and egressing. So with that, I believe it shortened the throat depth by four inches, and we're still okay with that.
8: All right.
3: Is that complete your
0: presentation? Yes, sir. All right. There's a public hearing. Is anyone here wishing to speak on this item? I don't see one over to Commissioner Jones.
9: Thank you, Mr. Chair, and thank you, uh, uh, Ms. Lazovich, for your presentation and working with our team um, to make this a better project. Uh, you've read in the conditions with regards to intense landscaping and hours of operation for the car wash, um, as well as the withdrawals of waivers 1A, 1B, 2A, and 3,
8: correct?
1: No,
7: I,
8: okay. sorry.
1: Commissioner, so they no longer need, with the revisions and the added conditions, they no longer need uh, waiver of development standards 1A, 2A, 2B, and 3. They still should keep waiver of development standards number 1B, but they provided the sufficient amount of trees, so if it was done this way to begin with, we would have done a design review for alternative parking lot landscaping, um, but because they're still not meeting the the parking lot design standards, I would just recommend keeping this one.
9: Okay. Thank you. Sounds good. And then... Uh, deletion of three bullet points from Public Works, the right-of-way dedication on Wigwam, the 30 days to submit separate documents to the MAP team, and the 90 days to record required rights-of-way. So with that, I'll go ahead and move for agenda items uh, number 40, 41, 40 and 21. There's a motion to cast
0: your vote. that motion passes thank
1: you thank you next is item 42 uc 230845 use permits for the following eliminate pedestrian realms eliminate open space modify front setback modify requirements for building facades modify drive aisle location eliminate pedestrian access and pathway and eliminate wayfinding signs waiver development standards for alternative driveway standards and then design review for a restaurant on one on a 1.2-acre portion of two acres in a C2 Commercial General Zone within the Midtown Maryland Parkway District, generally located on the south side of Tropicana Avenue and the east side of Maryland Parkway within Paradise. Commissioners, uh, the applicant will explain some revisions to the project, which um, will also result in some withdrawals of a waiver. Good
0: morning again.
8: Good morning again. Jennifer Lazovich, 1980 Festival Plaza Drive, here this morning on behalf of the applicant. This site is located on the corner of Maryland and Tropicana. There is an existing gas station and C-Store here that is not part of the site. The part of the site that is in being discussed today is this reverse L-shape. It is uh, the site where there is currently an existing uh, small smog building that will be demolished and in its place will be a McDonald's that's going to be built here. Um, part. Of the reason that drove a lot of these waivers is the fact that uh, there's a requirement in the Maryland Parkway overlay standards that wants the buildings to be up adjacent to the street um, and so you don't have that vehicular and pedestrian conflict but right here which exists today is a driveway that comes in off of Tropicana and then there is cross access to the adjacent Commercial development that's located to the east of us interestingly on this side of where our line is right here is a car wash so it's another drive-through type of uh, use and so we aren't able to pull this building forward because then we'd be eliminating this cross access so that gives you the the reason why we had to place the building where we did in terms of trying to comply with the overlay standards for both Tropicana and the little piece of Maryland down here that we have Um, the staff report indicates eliminate we prefer the word modify we did try to get as close as we can to providing the trees we do have the area where the artwork will be in this area that is a requirement of the overlay standards we added some additional trees over here um, but we don't quite meet the standards so we definitely still need the the waivers or excuse me the use permits use permit 1a and 1b um, and 1c but But I do want to make the commission aware that we did try in going in and and redeveloping this site. We tried to come as close as we could to complying with those standards with especially the trees. But I know the artwork is a very important part of um, the vision for this area. So we made sure we had room for that. Uh, The other thing that happened on this um, plan is that when the drive-through came out, it's kind of a little bit of a repeat of what I just had, we had stopped our our median you know, right about here. And in working with Public Works, they again were worried about the conflict of the driveway coming in off of Tropicana and then our drive-through kind of spitting people out right here. So they asked if we could extend the, I I call it a median, but extend the drive-through median out a little bit more so it forces cars to go this way and eliminate a conflict point there. We've done that. Interestingly, when we were at the Paradise Town Board, they took it one step farther, and they asked that we put up some type of vertical barrier so that there wouldn't be a desire for a car to try to just jump over that curb. Um, and, and we agreed, but in working with Public Works, the better thing to do is to put up, uh, I believe they're called, well, I'm not sure what they're technically called, but they're, they're like matchsticks. They're the kinds of things that are, have reflective, reflectivity on it but if your car were to accidentally hit it, it's not going to do damage to the car, but it gives you a visual that you can't just keep going straight. I called them flippy-dippies, and I was told that's not really a, a good technical term. So the, um, the plans that we turned in do show this. Again, we call them matchsticks. I'll, I'll follow Antonio. I think his words are better than mine there. So we did that in that location to comply with what town board said. The other thing that we did, a big part of the Maryland Parkway overlay standards is Um, trying to get as much window and less wall look as you can so we went back and we said can you can you do some more windows where can we maximize how can we improve upon the waivers we still need the waivers but we tried to lessen their intensity and so on this kind of a use where we can increase the the windows is right around the uh, dining room area so what we've turned in shows windows now going all the way to the ground in these areas before we stopped basically where that line was, but we went in, and so we took it from the ceiling height all the way down. The reason why we can't put it on these other areas is because one area has the bathrooms, so you can't put it there. One area has where the kitchen is, so you don't wanna put it there. And then the other area in the rear, this is the fire riser room area, so again, you can't put it there. But what we tried to do to break up the wall look is we added some of these faux windows just so that it wouldn't seem as blank wall and try again with an attempt to try to get closer to what the maryland parkway overlay standards is trying to convey with all of that the only uh waiver that i'm able to officially withdraw is waiver number seven which is eliminate wayfinding sign along Maryland Parkway. We did add that back in. But again, um, we've lessened the waivers, but it, but they're still technically needed, and we have turned in all of these revised plans to staff, and this is another item where I want to thank them for working with us on short notice. Uh, and um, Paradise Town Board did recommend approval of the application. I'd be happy to answer any questions.
0: Does that complete your presentation? Yes. This is a public hearing. Is anyone here wishing to speak on this item? See no one. We'll close the public hearing and turn it over to Commissioner Gibson.
10: Thank you, Mr. Chair. You've worked awfully hard to make um, this fit and the only way it really works, because of the unusual location and the design standards that we're operating under there, is to do the things that you've done. I think your client has done a good job. You've done a good job of working with Our staff to make sure that we meet the spirit of what is intended there. And the revised plans, as I understand it, um, detail all of the things that you've just uh, indicated to us. So rather than going item by item, I'll move approval subject to the revised plans that have been submitted. Thank you.
0: All right, there's a motion for the flippity-doos. Cast your vote. Motion passes.
10: Thank, Thank you. Thank
1: you. Next is item 45, WS 230790, Holdover Waivers of Development Standards for the following. Wave water connection, wave sanitary sewer service connection, eliminate street landscaping, access to a collector's street, and offsite improvements in conjunction with the single family residential subdivision on 2.3 acres in an RA rural agricultural zone within the Red Rock Design Overlay, generally located on the north side of Serene Avenue, 850 feet west of Wallapai, Wallapai Way alignment within Red Rock.
4: Good morning. Good morning. So um, I'm Robin Talby, my mother Sheila Talby. We currently own the property at 10340 West Serene Avenue, which is basically Serene and Hualapai. Uh, We own 2.3 acres in the Red Rock Overlay area. We're asking for the waivers um, basically for uh, my daughter to build a family home on our back acre. Um, This is part of our... um, Decision to do a multi generational project. Um, and we have these waivers that we're asking uh, for the water connection, the sanitary sewer service connection, street landscaping, um, access to a collector street, and off site improvements in conjunction with the single family residential subdivision. We've spoken to the water district and gotten their approval to make our well, uh, community well, and we met with Commissioner Jones two weeks ago in his office, and him and his team has decided that um, we can move forward with this, because of where we live.
0: Does that complete your presentation?
4: Yes. All right,
0: this is a public hearing. Is anyone here wishing to speak? Seeing no one, we'll turn it over to Commissioner Jones.
9: Thank you, Mr. Chair, and thank you again for meeting with me. We did have good conversations with, both the water district and water reclamation, just to clarify that this is the unusual circumstance in which you're outside of the water district service territory. Um, and so this kind of a waiver is, is permissible in that area. So with that, I will go ahead and move for approval of agenda item number 45.
0: There's a motion pending. Cast your vote. And that motion
1: passes,
4: congratulations. Thank you.
1: Next is item 46WS230808 waivers of development standards for the following eliminate detached sidewalks and street landscaping and reduce minimum lot size in conjunction with a minor subdivision on 2.5 acres in an RE real estates residential AE60 zone, generally located on the north side of Oquendo Road and the west side of Torrey Pines Drive within Spring Valley. Commissioners, we did receive revised plans um, and waiver number two is no longer necessary due to an error in a calculation of the original mapping. So, what's before you today is waiver of development standards number one.
3: Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Matthew Jaramillo, uh, Boffin & Turner, 1210 Hinson Street, here on behalf of the applicant. Um, Commissioner Naft, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to meet with us regarding this waiver. Uh, We're asking for a waiver of landscaping and detached sidewalk um, to really maintain the feel of the neighborhood already. Um, During our meeting with Commissioner Naft, it was brought to our attention that a neighbor to the south of us had concerns regarding the block wall. Um, After speaking with our client, um, he's agreed to construct a decorative wall along the frontages of both streets, um, Something similar to this with a capstone, some color, not standard block. Um, outside of that, that's all we're requesting at this time.
0: All right, this is a public hearing. Anyone here wishing to speak on this item? See, no one. We'll turn over to
5: Mr. Naft. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, and thank you to your client for agreeing to um, offer that condition of the enhanced decorative wall uh, on both sides of the property. Um, I'll move for approval of item 46 per revised plans. There's a motion on the floor. Cast your vote.
1: Commissioner, that's with the withdrawal of waiver of development standards number two, correct?
5: Correct. Uh, approving waiver development standard number one uh, with waiver of development standard number two being withdrawn. And
0: that motion passes. Thank
11: you.
1: Next is 47 WS 230813, waiver of development standards for the following reduced parking and alternative driveway geometrics and gated access. Design review for site modifications, including a proposed gated entry for an existing manufactured home park on 18 acres in an RT manufactured home park zone, generally located on the north side of Vegas Valley Drive and the east side of Marion Street within Sunrise Manor.
0: Good morning.
12: Good morning. Good morning, Uh, this is a project for an uh, existing uh, residence, uh, 55 plus community. Uh, Unfortunately, this building here was burned down in 2022. Uh, So what they are requesting is to put gated access for this community. Uh, In doing so, we need to eliminate some of the parking for our waiver standards. Uh, Number one. Um, for that we also have to have a waiver of standards for the gate itself um, going from the, oh, sorry, Uh, for the actual configuration of the geometric design. Um, And then the same thing with the driveway entrances here for the entrance and as well as the exit on this other sheet. For the pan driveway, we recommend not doing the radial returns here uh, because there is an existing uh, street light that's right across the street with an uh, existing crosswalk here. We have a lot of children in the community around the community and the school zone, so we don't want to touch that corner. Um, With that radial return, it'll pretty much prohibit access for an ADA landing for that street light conflict, Uh, so we request to have that waiver passed include the PAN driveway.
0: Does that complete your presentation? All right, this is a public hearing. Anyone here wishing to speak on the item? Seeing no one, um, this is my item. I'd like to uh, have Public Works chime in here on the PAN driveway.
3: Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, it's tough to retrofit gates to an already constructed parcel. We do whatever we can to help out uh, the developers to do that. We know they want a safer area. However, uh, we believe it's imperative that do, they do construct um, a commercial curb return driveway. Vegas Valley is busy. It's only going to get busier. We have Touchstone just to the east of this, adding more traffic. And uh, we, we can work with them. I think they could push the driveway to the west. And... Uh, Work it into the existing drive aisle, um, or we can even help move the, the I think we can move the street light to accommodate the commercial curb return driveway. We just We just want to make sure it's safe for the public and and get those cars off the street as fast as you can. With a pan driveway, you have to come to a complete stop and then enter the subdivision and with a commercial curb return driveway, you could come in at some speed.
0: All right so in ordinary language, you, you oppose the pan driveway?
3: We do oppose the pan driveway. All
0: right, are you willing to work with Public Works to uh, modify the pan driveway? Yes, absolutely. All right, is that gonna be clear in the record as far as what we want you to do? Yeah.
3: Commissioner, I'm sorry, I'd like to add they do have a pan driveway uh, to the egress side and we're okay, we're okay with the pan driveway on the egress side because all the queuing when you're leaving the subdivision happens on site.
12: Okay. Can I add to the uh, yes. queuing? Uh, for the, we did do a, a preliminary queuing analysis for the entry. Um, there's not going to be enough stacking for it to even come into the street on v- Vegas Valley. So I do want to state that it's not going to um, interrupt the traffic flow on Vegas Valley Drive. Uh, this, there is a, it's basically a complete stop since this is a signalized intersection. Um, so I guess I, I just don't see why it can't come to a complete stop already.
0: Well, if you want to hold the item and come meet with me, I'm happy to have Antonio come up and we can hash it out. But in talking to Antonio, I, I agree with him as far as that street is going to be much more traffic going forward. And so we don't want to have pan driveways um, going forward if we can change it. And I think you're, you're in the position where we have to ask you to change it. So it's your choice. If you want to pass today, you have to do it with public works conditions. Is that clear, Ms. Brown? Yes. Okay. All right. Then I would make a motion to approve, subject to the conditions that Antonio has set forth with Public Works, and you you guys can work together to figure out how to make it happen. Is that clear?
1: It's clear, thank you. All
0: right. There's a motion pending. Pass your vote. And that motion thank passes. Thank you.
1: Next are items 48, 49, and 50, which will be heard together. Item 48, PA23, 026 holdover plan amendment to redesignate the existing land use category from ranch estate neighborhood RN to low intensity suburban neighborhood in LN on 2.5 acres, generally located on the north side of Pebble Road, 330 feet west of Rainbow, sorry, Redwood Street within Enterprise item 49 zc230565 holdover zone change to reclassify 2.5 acres from an re real estates residential rnp1 zone to an r1 single-family residential zone design review for a single-family residential development generally located on the north side of powell road 330 feet west of Redwood Street with an enterprise, and then item 50VS230566, hold over, vacate, and abandon easements of interest to Clark County located between Redwood Street and Rainbow Boulevard and between Pebble Road and Torino Avenue with an enterprise.
4: Good
0: morning. This is a public hearing?
11: Good I'm morning. Sorry, uh,
0: this, this is not a public you are making your presentation first, and then it will be a public hearing. Thank you.
11: Good morning, uh, County Commissioners. My name is Susan Florian from Tanny Engineering, uh, 6030 South Jones Boulevard here on behalf of the applicant. Um, The acreage uh, uh, for the subject uh, project is 2.5 acres. It is located north of Pebble Road and west of Inspiration Drive. Um, The subject parcels are zoned RE, Rural Estates Residential District with a planned use of RN, Ranch Estates Neighborhood, Uh, We are requesting modifications to the current zoning and planned use uh, amendment. Uh, We're requesting to allow for a development of a six-lot single-family residential subdivision with a density of 2.4 lots per acre. They range from 12,522 square feet to 16,986 square feet with an average of 14,739 square feet. All uh, uh, lots will be accessed um, through the, uh, with a 39-foot um, roadway. It's a private street. Um, all lots will have access through Pebble Road into Wildwood Court, which terminates in a cul-de-sac. Um, all homes will be custom-built, uh, but have not yet been designed. Uh, Pebble will receive full off-site improvements, in cl- including curb, gutters, sidewalks, and streetlights. A 15-foot landscape buffer will also be provided with trees planted every 22 feet uh, with detached uh, five-foot sidewalks. Sorry, I had trouble turning the paper there. Um, We are requesting two applications. Um, The first application is for the plan amendment. Uh, We are requesting a land use amendment in support of the project currently designated RN Ranch Estates Neighborhood to LN, Low Intensity Suburban Neighborhood. Uh, The request is needed uh, to rezone to RD, Uh, the subject parcel abuts master-planned CM corridor mix to the south, NC Neighborhood Commercial to the west, RN Ranch Estates Neighborhood to the north and east. Uh, This uh, this request is uh, because we are proposing less intensive use than what is to the south. Um, the south, again, has the corridor mixed, uh, which is intended for higher uses. Um, to the west, we do have neighborhood commercial. Um, it is, it is uh, used for low-intensity retail services. Um, I believe that this is betwe- uh, a buffer between all the different planned use and the surrounding area. Uh, we're, asking, we're asking for low-intensity suburban neighborhood instead of a, a mid-intensity or high-intensity Um, And then the second is uh, the request to zone um, parcels currently zoned RE to RD, uh, single family uh, residential district. Uh, The land use plan amendment is also being uh, requested concurrently to support the rezoning. Uh, Our last application is a vacation to vacate 33 patent easement from the north, um, south, and uh, west of the parcel. due to the parcels being developed into a single family residential subdivision, the, the patent easement is no longer necessary. Um, I appreciate um, the time that you have given us and I respectfully ask for your approval and I'm here to answer any questions that you may have.
0: All right, this is a public hearing. Anyone here wishing to speak on this item?
6: Steven Hinn, uh, address 6825 West Torino Avenue, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89139. We live at this property right here, uh, connected to this project. Uh, We've been to several meetings. Um, They proposed something even higher density than this before. Uh, It's kind of still opposed. I mean, the whole street is a rural, rural, rural this was a commercial. I guess it ended up turning into mixed zoned, And then this was rural, but it got commissioned to do the um, low-intensity storage, which is very fairly quiet. Um, the main concern that I have uh, would be in the original mock-up, they said that everything on the north side would have one-story homes. I don't think that's a, a stipulation in this one. Um, also, it's also a concern about for this neighbor as well. Another thing I have a concern with is... Uh, the setback should be at least 25 to 30 feet away from the wall on all walls. Um, That's a condition that my neighbors talked about, these neighbors talked about, and also these neighbors talked about. Um, What else is it? Um, And then another thing that this picture shows is that the use of this common wall, these existing walls, all these existing walls are actually owned and on the property of these owners, and I believe all of them are opposed to using their existing wall as a common wall.
4: Mm.
6: And um, also this neighbor, she has flood issues from however they diverted the water from the storage unit. Her whole backyard floods every time it rains, so she's very concerned with having uh, a drainage easement on the backside of her wall. And my neighbor Paul. So, on behalf of Paul and Katie Martinez, 8865 Redwood, in proposal, you have still made the lot directly next to us the smallest of the three north lots, which puts a new house closer to us. A two story would be very confining. I did point out that to your rep- representative. Also, I did not receive any information from you or any notification of this meeting. Thank you, Paul Martinez. And in addition, the elevation requirement to the lot adjacent to us would be up up to two feet higher, making our six-foot wall four feet. That concludes everything that I have. Welcome, thank you. Thank you,
0: next.
13: Um, david wayne 6755 stella rosa court Um, this is my property right here adjacent to this and what i'm when we moved purchased this home two and a half years ago we were at half acre lots and we were under the assumption that all of these would be half acre lots and there would be sufficient (coughs) buffer between each yards and with this plan on my um, side of the wall there would it's they're only required to give 10 feet buffer zone which would, if two-story houses were allowed, that's looking right down into my yard, no buffer. And I mean, we're two stories here, mine, but like Paul that he was talking about is a one story, but we have probably, I don't know, there's sufficient distance between the homes that you're not looking right into the yards and the homes. So that's my concern. And that's my neighbor, Aaron and John, who have this lot right here also. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Anyone else here
0: wishing to speak? Seeing no one, um, I'll close the public hearing and turn it over to Commissioner Jones.
9: Ms. Florian, did you want to address any of the concerns that are raised Um, by the neighbors?
11: uh, Yes, if if I could. Um, So uh, I believe that if we were still um, RE, it would still be a 10-foot setback for the sides. Um, we also did try to make concessions with the uh, neighbors. We started out with 12 lots, then went down to nine, uh, now it's to six. Uh, the drainage easement will not be along this wall. It will be right here uh, where it says five-foot um, private drainage easement. It will go all the way down to lot six, um, and then um, the, the lots are pretty much all the same size. Um, they're pretty equal to each other, with um, without the the drainage easement, uh, being private. Um, I did um, did email one of the, I did email all of the neighbors except for Paul, but that is because I did give him a phone call and I did try to um, get his email so that I could send uh, the plans over, um, but they didn't get to me in time. So, um, and then, yeah, that's all I have to address.
9: Very good. Uh, I appreciate the neighbors' concerns. This, this When this came in to me, uh, the proposal was too dense and I asked them to revise it two or three times, which they did. I think that this is this density of, of six lots is um, reasonable for this area. It's a good buffer between the commercial uh, that is a long rainbow and the higher density to the south. Um, with regards to the common walls, I understand what you're saying. However, the just from experience, um, it's the worst thing ever you can do is have two walls next to each other because then you end up with a five foot separation between the walls and you end up with rats and homeless and trash and all sorts of fun stuff that you don't want back there. Um, so I, I'm gonna go ahead and move for approval. Or, sorry, Antonio had a comment, sorry.
3: Thank you, Commissioner. Uh, we just received these revised plans when it went from 12 lots to six lots. It shifted the street, their entrance to their subdivision to the west and with that shift, Uh, Now it doesn't comply with one of our standards. However, it's never going to comply with our standards. This is consistent with a four-lot cul-de-sac. This is where the placement of that street would be. And I just want to point out that with the move and it doesn't comply, they're never going to be able to comply. So I didn't want them to have to come back for a waiver in the future for something that they're never going to be able to comply with. Right.
9: And so, Sammy, the... The way we're going to deal with that is by uh, doing it per plan so that it's clear that they don't have to come back for an additional waiver?
1: That's correct, and then I also just wanted to add to the record that we did condition the project uh, to have only single story homes within the development, so that is a current condition if you choose to have that added, and then I would also request if it is gonna get approved that uh, it get approved pursuant to the RD zoning that they have requested to reduce it down to instead of the R1 zoning.
9: Do you understand that, Mr. Florian? Yes. Okay, so again, to the neighbors, they will be only single-story homes, and uh, the condition will be per plans, which means that um, they will be no more than six homes uh, on this parcel, even though we are uh, going to be voting on a change to the land use category. Understood? Yes. All right, with that, I'll go ahead and move for approval of agenda items 48, 49, and 50.
0: There's a motion, cast your vote. That
11: motion passes. Thank you, commissioners.
1: Next is item 53, ZC 230770, holdover zone change to reclassify 1,636 acre portion of 2,272 acres from an RU rural open land zone, an H2 general highway frontage zone, an M2 industrial zone, an RU rural open land a 65 zone, and an M2 industrial. AE65 zone to an M1 light manufacturing and an M1 light manufacturing AE65 zone. Use permits for the following electric generating station, solar photo- photovoltaic facility, electric substation, generation, uh, intertie transmission line, increase the height of utility structures, public utility structures with all accessory structures visible from a street, wave landscaping and screening requirements, eliminate trash enclosure, wave noise standards and allow a communication tower. Waiver of development standards for non-dedication of -of right-of-way. Design reviews for the following. Electric generating station, solar photovoltaic facility, electrical substation, generation intertie transmission line, maintenance and operation buildings, public utility structures with all accessory and, and ancillary structures and uses. Final grading for hillside development with slopes greater than 12%. Communication tower, finish grade on 2,700 sorry, 2,272 acres, generally located on the east and west sides of Las Vegas Boulevard North and then northeast side of US Highway 93 within Northeast County.
6: Good morning. Good morning. My name is Brendan Hickey Um, on behalf of the Applicant Boulevard Associates. This zone change is essentially for 200 megawatts of photovoltaic generation site with 600 megawatts of energy storage. Um, Here to answer any questions, and we do concur. With the staff report.
0: All right, that's pretty short and sweet. <laughs> so um, this is public hearing. Anyone wishing to speak on this item? No, here. See, no one. We'll turn over to Mr. Nash.
14: How about me? <laughs> okay. I thought
0: you uh, I, my assistant told me the wrong thing. So Marilyn, <laughs> it's this is you. So
14: good, so good. Uh, Sammy, do we have the development agreement condition for public safety that we want to read into the record?
1: Yeah, so we already have a condition to, um, to the application that requires a development agreement to be entered into. Uh, or to mitigate the impacts prior to, in case they just want to do a contribution in advance. We did talk to fire and they were interested in mitigating the impacts of this project through um, a contribution to a new fire truck, uh, similar to, I think it's a Type 7 truck that could be modified to fight smaller brush fires and to be more responsive. To a, a, an event at this location, that smaller truck would also then, therefore, allow them to have possibly more solar panels on the site uh, because then, with this smaller truck, they wouldn't need as wide of a drive aisle. So, that is what uh, we can add to the development agreement to the conditions is that contribution. The contribution amount was um, $100,000, it was the maximum they thought would be necessary for uh, the cost of a, a fire truck.
14: Uh, Thank you, and just for the rest of my colleagues, so this is um, uh, in the outlying areas, we get a lot of the solar because it falls within the corridor, but what happens is um, the volunteer fire departments are expected to um, come should there be um, any issues during construction and even after construction. So we're asking, um, we're not asking, we're telling, that they're going to give a contribution to our public safety. Um, component in the fire department is um, what that expectation is. So I just want to be clear that you understand that, Uh, and I'd like that prior to the construction so that we just get it out of the way so that we can show up if there's an issue. Um, So I just want to make clear that you're good with that. Yes, Commissioner. Okay, all right, with that I'd make a motion for approval with the added um, public safety feature um, for that area. Sure,
0: you don't want to add a tax, too, to pay for those? Listen, don't get me
14: started, because they already called 15 people to call me to tell me, you know, my district. So don't get me started.
0: All right. There's a motion on the floor. Cast your vote. And that motion passes. Thank you.
3: Thank you.
1: Next are items 55 and 56, which will be heard together. Item 55, NZC 230764. Zone change to reclassify 14.3 acres from a C1 local business zone to an R4 multiple family residential high density zone. Use permit for a high impact project. Waivers of development standards for the following. Increased building height and dedication of right of way Design reviews for the following. Alternative parking lot landscaping, multiple family development, and finished grade in the CMA Design Overlay District, generally located on the south side of Warm Springs Road, 270 feet west of Buffalo Drive Buffalo Drive within Spring Valley. And then item 56, VS 230765, vacate and abandon a portion of right-of-way being Warm Springs Road, located between Buffalo Drive and Cimarron Road within Spring Valley.
0: Good morning.
7: Good morning, Liz Olson, 1980 Festival Plaza Drive, here on behalf of the applicant, Nevada West. Uh, This site was part of the auction a couple years back. We're located on Warm Springs, just west of Buffalo. As you can see, it's been in the system for quite a long time. We're still a non-conforming zone change. But the site's currently zoned and planned for commercial. I'm sure you're all familiar with the area. There's quite a bit going on. Lots of commercial, some warehousing uh, to the north of us. As you move west toward Durango, we have a significant amount of commercial in the area, as well as the hospital here. Uh, we're requesting a non-conforming zone change to R4, which correlates to the new RM32 designation. Uh, based on the close proximity to our sister project that was approved last year, we are processing this as a HIP. For the total number of units. With this project alone, we're requesting a total of 344 units. Uh, access to the site is off of Warm Springs. We have our clubhouse in the center, and we have two large outdoor open space areas. We're just about a double of our open space that is required. Two and three-story buildings. Our maximum height is 30 or excuse me, 45 feet. Uh, where 35 feet is required uh, in the R4. Under the new development code, under the RM32, we could actually go up to 50 feet. So we believe that the request is actually compatible with the current uh, zoning that is on the site today. Uh, Staff has recommended approval. Town board recommended approval. We did not have any neighbors as part of our neighborhood meeting. So with that, I am... Happy to answer any questions and turn it back over to you.
0: All right, this is a public hearing. Anyone here wishing to speak on this item? Seeing no one, we'll close the public hearing and turn it over to Christian okay. half this time.
5: Thank you, Chairman. I uh, just wanted to highlight um, the reason this was delayed, this portion of the application was delayed, was so that we could solve some, um, make sure that we got some of the road plans right when it yes. comes to James Regional, yes. which is... Uh, uh, touching the property line here. So that was really important to me, so I'm, I'm glad that we figured all of it out. Um, and I uh, uh, also just want to hit on, you mentioned it's double the open space requirement.
7: We're just under double.
5: Okay, good, Yep, that's great. Um, so then if there's nothing further, I'll move for approval of items 55 and 56.
0: There's a motion, cast your vote. That you. motion passes.
1: All right, next are ordinances for introduction. Um, items 57, 58, and 59 are a introduction of an ordinance. Item 57, ORD 23 632 is an ordinance to consider adoption of a development agreement with AMH NV10 Development, LLC for a single family residential development. Item 58, ORD 23 is an ordinance to amend the official zoning map reclassifying certain properties as approved by the Board of County Commissioners through various zone change applications on October 4th, 2023, October 18th, 2023, November 8 2023, November 21st, 2023, and in assessor's books 163. And then last is item 59, ORD 2490030 030. An ordinance to consider adoption of an amended development agreement with Southern Highlands Development Corporation, a Nevada corporation, Olympia Group LLC, a Nevada limited liability company, Section 7 LLC, and all affiliates and related entities for an approximately 2,950 acre master plan community for Southern Highlands. Commissioner, we request that these items be introduced and the board set a public hearing for February 21st, 2024.
0: Right, I've moved to introduce them and set up for what date? February 21st. February 21st, 2020.
1: 2024. Yep. And then last is the addendum that was added, item 60, AG 24900-060, discuss special events and live entertainment related to major events and direct staff accordingly. Commissioners, if you remember, um, back in March of 2023 and October uh, of 2023 the board directed staff to allow for let's we'll say deviations from code to allow for uh, special events temporary signage in relation to what we're calling major events that would be the Formula One event and then Super Bowl event um, since then we have been working closely with NFL and a whole host of people to have successful events on their properties Uh, throughout unincorporated Clark County Uh, we have however encountered some issues with a couple of sites that are limited by either prior direction from the Board of County Commissioners or uh, conditions of approval and so this is an agenda item that we put on to ask if the board would like to um, allow for these special events uh, possibly one time in, in light of the prior direction or prior conditions of approval
10: Thank you, uh, Commissioner Gibson. Thank you. I, th- there are an unprecedented number of events for the Super Bowl. Um, in uh, Phoenix, I think there were a couple of hundred uh, special events. There are th- more than 300 associated with the Super Bowl 58 in Las Vegas. And for obvious reasons, this city is set up in a way that enables uh, that so much and so much of a of an easy way that it just makes sense to do it. The NFL and its partners uh, are the hosts of most all of what is happening. they've, They've worked awfully hard to make this a successful and memorable event, and they've worked with a willing partner, Clark County, that has worked awfully hard to accommodate their objectives and ensure that... The outcome is exactly what needs to happen for a Super Bowl and what needs to happen for this destination, and we're very proud of the effort that we've put forward. the The question you've raised, um, Sammy, as you detail why this item's on, is important to us because uh, we can't achieve those objectives without taking into account some things that we didn't anticipate um, further in advance. And it would be my hope that this board would give direction that would allow events where prior direction or approvals might or would uh, otherwise restrict those events where appropriate. Allowance is limited to events, I would say, that are hosted by the NFL and its partners, and that's an important uh, concern. In the stadium district, Commissioner Nav can speak to that, or when in conjunction with a recreational facility within the gaming enterprise district. I think that um, meets the intent of the approach we've taken in terms of working with the NFL to get to a point where the Super Bowl will be the most incredible experience ever and uh, it would be my hope that our direction coming out of this meeting would accommodate the things that are potentially in conflict but don't need to be um, and i'd defer to commissioner naff to add anything that he would wish to add
5: thank you commissioner gibson i think encapsulated uh, it well um and i do i agree i think extending the privilege um however restrictive to partners of the programmer um, makes a lot of sense in this really limited case uh, and would support that effort So
0: is this a, just a discretion item, or Rob, do
2: It's just a discretion item. I think we've received discretion, so I think we're good.
0: I would like to add that um, it seems to me these big events, they're, the hotels are, are um, covering themselves with huge signs and, and banners and things, and if there's a way we could, as part of that process, get a 3% fee or something to pay for all we have to do, um, if we could look at that kind of thing.
2: We can look Maybe. into that. I don't think we can do that today, though.
14: I was going to say, can I just clarify? But that's a total different subject, and this one is kind of more immediate, so that we can move forward with. Super so good. we need this before Sunday. Yeah.
0: We need this before noon.
14: <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to go after the Frito
0: Lay's on the Luxor. Then. We'll, we'll save that for another day. All right.
1: Thank you, Thank commissioners. You. Thank you. And and with that is the last um, item, which is public comments. All right.
0: Public comment. See, no one with this meeting is adjourned.